Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Terry Sayre, and I'm happy to be here. We're missing our little Kelly Fox tonight. She's not feeling well, but we have the amazing Trish March here with us to be my partner as we explore and integrate accountability. So, Trish, how are you this evening? I am doing wonderful, and I'm very excited to be here with you, Terry, tonight. I appreciate Kelly asking me to join, and I'm excited to yes. Yes, yes, we are very excited to have Michelle to be with us tonight. And Michelle, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show this evening, ladies. Oh, it's our pleasure, and we look forward to our discussion. Uh, Michelle, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, um, whom you serve, and uh, a little bit about what your take is on accountability. Sure, I'd love to. Thanks. Um, I am a speaker, a trainer, and a coach. I am based just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I am a former corporate trainer, and I worked in various industries, uh, trained a, a lot of different types of uh, people and, and in a lot of different areas. And one thing that I noticed that would happen over and over again is organizations will promote these really good people into leadership roles. And in the beginning, they, they want to be successful, they want to do a good job, but by about the six-month mark or so, you start to hear the whispers where people start to question, did we promote the right person? Did we make the right choice? Were they really ready for this? And it's because a lot of times these new leaders don't have the skills they need to be successful in that leadership role. And what was missing was the support and the training that people needed to be a successful leader. And that's what I do, is I provide... Hmm coaching, I provide training for leaders, um, I work with organizations, I work with people one-on-one to help develop leader leadership skills, to help develop communication skills, and help with team building. Um, as far as accountability, it fits in extremely well with the three areas that, that I focus on. And, and my definition for accountability has kind of changed over the years. And I love what Rhonda describes accountability as, and I think it aligns a lot more with how I view it now. But I used to look at accountability as having to do something that other people said I had to do. Mm. They were holding me accountable. And I I now, um, uh, after going through the process of becoming a coach, working with various customers and with working with different uh, leaders and with organizations over the past few years, uh, it's, it's changed for me. Accountability now for me 
is really it's your way of showing the love and respect that you have for yourself and for the other people in your life because you're mm-hmm. holding yourself accountable for what you said you were going to do. It, it isn't necessarily because somebody told you to do it. It's because you want to do it, and this fits in with your vision. This fits in with what your goals are, and this fits in with what your values are. And, and that's how I view accountability now. Mm. Excuse me. I love that. That's uh, definitely one thing that we talk about on all of our podcasts as we go through these steps uh, that were developed by Rhonda Britton. Um, we talk about how it starts with ourselves. You know, it all starts yes. from within. And I think that's, uh, that's, that's maybe not the way the world looks at accountability when they think about it. I think it was more like what you said initially is, well, I need to do that because I said I would do that, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. people are counting on me or, or whatever. But it's really, it's, an, it's um, something you internalize to support yourself in, in your goals and in your vision and, and what you want to do. Trish, what do, what do you think? Because I know you always have um, good things you're thinking. <laughs> um, I completely agree with that. I, with the, both what you're saying, with the accountability being, a, you know, it starts with you first. Um, I do think in business, and Michelle, I, I think you see this probably a lot, is that that being accountable to other people has so much to do with the expectations that people kind of put on their employees, you know, that they put on themselves and they put on actually the company as well that they work for. So there's a lot of expectations around there that people are trying to hold themselves accountable to. And, uh, you know, that's a very challenging thing. expectations in the fearless living world is all about setting yourself up for failure, really, because you're, there's lots of silent contracts there. There's lots of things that, you know, aren't agreement, aren't in agreement. There are really things that are kind of placed on you. So I, I think that, you know, in the work that you do, I think that's really amazing to have uh, the, the accountability starting with self. I, I think that's awesome. We definitely, from a fearless living perspective, start there. Um, you know, and yeah. accountability is hard, right? People say commitment, <laughs> you know, like, oh, God, I committed to that. You know, and it's, mm-hmm. it can be very challenging. People don't always like to look at it. Accountability, when you talk to a lot of people about that, you know, that is more of a negative concept. You know, they, I think people really struggle with trying to face accountability because it, it does sound like commitment. It does sound like um you know, things you have to do instead of things that you want to do. But if you can, you know, really look at it and sit with it and be able to turn that around so it's starting with self, it's starting with things you choose, you know, and it's starting with things that you want to commit to, that you want to do, your goals and your your possibilities that Terry talked about. You know, I think that, you know, you can put a positive spin on accountability (laughs) and make it really work. Yeah. Because being accountable to yourself is is what's going to get you into the future. Yeah. I think uh, I agree. Yeah, I think I heard both of you say that it, there's a there's a degree of flexibility that's in accountability that that maybe what the the common vernacular around when you're talking about oh, be accountable uh as well as the expectations of others and of ourselves that we yep. can't be flexible you know we said we're going to do it this way we're going to do that and we can't be flexible and i think that's 
probably one of the places I was in my uh, leadership capacity was if I, I would, I just was so um, set on doing it the way I had intended to do it from the beginning that I didn't keep myself open to possibilities and, and having flexibility as a leader. And of course, when you're, when you're in an organization and you're leading, it's really important that you have, you have that, that mindset of flexibility as well as vulnerability, which a lot of people think, oh, you can't be a leader and be vulnerable. And also that willingness to engage the team. So it's not just you, because if you're there and nobody's following you, then you're not a leader. So it's really important that team is engaged in that vulnerability, flexibility, and positive problem solving, which really helps to move for move uh, an organization forward. If we're talking about leadership within an organization, or when you're working with an individual, helping them to see that importance of flexibility and vulnerability and willingness to really, you know, look at the big picture. I wasn't there when I was in a leadership position at one point in time, and it it imploded on me. And I think it's really important to to have that openness. I agree, Terry. I think part of the problem is a lot of leaders put blinders on. And Mm -hmm. because they want to stay focused uh, on what's important, but leaders need to see the big picture. They need to see the vision. And part of their job is to explain what that vision and what that big picture is to their followers so that they can get buy-in from them. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if they've got those blinders on, they're not going to be able to see what all is happening. They're not going to be able to see other opportunities that are out there. And so they really, people need to take those blinders off because that while it opens up what's happening and for some people it may be distractful, the reality is leaders need to see what's going on around them. And if they've got, they have those blinders on, that's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's that being driven to, driven to, you know, prove something. I think that, you know, it was like sometimes uh, we feel like we have to be accountable to, what we said was going, you know, how was the outcome? Be accountable to the outcome, and sometimes the outcome is not uh, what what what's going to move the move you as an individual, or you know that specific outcome. And so that so it's like we talk about, uh, you know, don't attach yourself to specific outcomes. Uh, you know, really be open, open to possibilities open to uh, changing, you know, that that's, that's what makes a really good leader, listening, observing, being open to different outcomes, a variety of outcomes, you know. Yes. Uh, and that's that's something that I, I say that to people sometimes in workshops, and they say, what do you mean don't be attached to the outcome? You know, I mean, that's kind of a, a mindset, you know, if we don't reach that outcome then we failed you know when in reality we lose as we go along the way when we're not willing to be flexible and open to possibilities well the the other thing that people need to realize is that they need to learn from what isn't working and Mm -hmm. uh, one, one of the books that i love it's by john maxwell it's called failing forward and mm-hmm. basically what you're taking is figuring out what doesn't work 
and learning what will from what hasn't. And mm -hmm. uh, the smart people will learn from their own mistakes. The smarter people will learn from other people's mistakes. And taking mm -hmm. a look at what other people have done uh, that, that didn't work and then using that to, to move yourself forward. And that's part of accountability is figuring out what is going to work and what isn't going to work and what's going to be the best outcome. Now, that's part of leadership is making sure that you get the best outcome not only for your organization but for your followers. Uh, a mm -hmm. leader, there, there's an ethical component to, to leadership. And a leader has to put the best interests of their followers ahead of their own best interests. And part of that accountability is they're holding themselves accountable to their followers just like their, their followers are holding them accountable. So you, it, it goes both ways there. Um, but it all fits in with being accountable uh, to yourself and being accountable to other people. Mm -hmm. I, I, think yeah. um, I think there's been a huge swing um, in a lot of companies. I'm, I'm still working in corporate America where um, experimentation is a big part of that, which I think really plays into the finding out what doesn't work and what does work. So I think that that's mm – -hmm. I'm seeing that happen. So I love that you brought that up because it definitely – I, I can definitely see that in the senior leadership of the company I work for. Uh, the other mm -hmm. thing I think that really helps people be authentic and be vulnerable, Terry, which is what you were talking about, is, is I'm sorry, is being authentic. I think there's a lot more emphasis now um, mm -hmm. in work-life balance and bringing your whole self to work, whether that's just a slang or whether that's just like a, a you know, something that's trending right now, who knows. But there has been, you know, in terms of diversity and inclusion and things, you know, really just um, – allowing people to be more authentic in their work, which I think allows them to, you know, be more vulnerable, be more open, and to and really commit to things and experiment to things and just be more of the person that you are inside so that you can be um, more present at work and be more accountable. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love to encourage that in my clients, too, is that authenticity piece so that, you know, you're really working with the true individual and not somebody that they're putting, you know, they think you, you want to work with. Or, you know, even at work, like who you're supposed to be at work, right? The authenticity really brings an added component to that accountability and to, you know, success overall, to leadership overall. So I like to see that that's happening more and more in the workplace. Yeah, I mean that kind of dispels the uh, the idea of the tyrannical boss, right? That that mm. do it my way or or the highway, or and I imagine there are still organizations like that. I don't know, um, Michelle, when you're working out there in the corporate world and Trish as well, um, do you still still see organizations where there's that top down and no, you know, not a real what what Trish is talking about? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, yes, and uh, I think uh, part of it, 
part you you want to talk about fearless generations part of it is generational um yeah. what i'm seeing is some of the leaders who have been in place for decades um still have this theory that uh top down is the way to go autocratic is the way to go what they say goes and mm-hmm. uh, the in what's happening though is because of what's happened over the past two years where uh, several organizations had to send their employees home to work from home and as a result had to trust those employees to actually get the work done. Uh, Now that they're going back to the office and you've got the great resignation going on because many of them don't want to go back to the office, uh, you also have these... Uh, autocratic type of leaders who like to micromanage and are now very excited because they get their people back so that they can keep track of anything and everything that they're doing. The The problem is nobody ever wants to work for a micromanager and nobody did mm-hmm. before and nobody does now. And so uh, my hope is uh, one day they'll all go away because uh, hopefully they'll all retire out. Um, but I, they're still there. And it, I don't know. For them, accountability is truly do what I tell you to do. Don't ask any questions. Just get it done. And, and that's mm-hmm. not the way accountability works. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to you have to want it for yourself. Kind of like Trisha was talking about, you where it, it's not I have to do it. It's I want to do it. And you have mm-hmm. to flip that switch in your brain that this is something that is exciting for you. This is something that's good for you, and it's something you want to do. It's something you get to do. It's something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's certainly a way to have uh, have accountability in your workforce when everyone feels that way, you know, excited to come to work, excited to collaborate, <laughs> excited to, you know, I mean, I, I've been in organizations where I just can't wait to get with, get with that group because there's so much collaboration and so much mm-hmm. energy when you're, when yeah. you're working together. And yeah, there's somebody that's facilitating or leading that, but it's just a really team, uh, you know, team effort. And that right. being accountable to that to a group like that and finding solutions, it really um, it is invigorating. It's it's very exciting. And old and dogs it's exciting. can learn new tricks, you know. <laughs> they can. Uh, yeah. Not too long ago. Not too long ago, engagement was huge. That that was a huge concept for organizations. And they were looking for ways to increase employee engagement, looking for ways to increase customer engagement. And uh, time after time, what they learned was the, the more uh, collaborative an organization is with employees, with customers, the more engagement you have with those groups Mm -hmm. because they feel like they're part of the process. They feel like what they're doing matters. And Mm -hmm. it's very empowering for the people who are working in those collaborative environments. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I, I, there's just such a, a difference. We're, you know, working in an organization where that's not the case and you're sitting there bored mm-hmm. and, and really not engaged. And I mean, as a, as a teacher, um, you know, when I could engage my students, it was because they were working together. And we were, you know, we were working together, solving a problem, looking for solutions, analyzing a text, whatever it was, we were doing it together and everyone's ideas mattered. And mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, that's the key to engagement and then to accountability to the solution. Michelle, do you have any I, tools that you use with your clients to, uh, like any standard tools that you traditionally will introduce as part of your coaching program with your clients or your training to, hold, to help them hold themselves accountable? Yes, uh, great question, Tricia. Uh, I actually have a, a few different tools that I use. Uh, first and foremost, I have my coaching clients use uh, gratitude journals. Um, so they are writing down uh, what they're grateful for. They're also writing down who they're grateful for. Um, and in addition to that, uh, I've got, uh, when I work with my customers, usually one of the things that we're doing is first we're figuring out what their core values are. We're figuring out what their purpose is. Um, and we're setting, you know, we're figuring out what their vision is. Where do they want to be? Uh, where is it that they want to go? Uh, what's, where, where are they, you know, three years from now, five years from now? And then we're setting goals for them. And when it comes to accountability, one of the tools that I have uh, everybody do is ask themselves throughout the course of the day, you know, two or three times a day, definitely in the morning, in the afternoon, um, even in the evening, uh, is what I'm doing getting me closer to where I want to be? Or is it moving me further away? And that's... That right there can help prioritize what you're doing. That right there can mm-hmm. help you figure out, am I doing what truly needs to be done? Yeah, I love that. And, that, I mean, that's just a, a, a snapshot or an opportunity to be in the present, you know, to just be mm-hmm. in that present moment and reflect. Am I moving forward or am I not? Is this what I want to do and choose to do or not? And I think that... That's powerful. I I really like that. I I do. That's uh, a, I do people. gratitude. We do gratitude yeah. journals as well. That's one of our biggest tools uh, is to do a gratitude journal as well as an acknowledgement uh, along with mm-hmm. that. So we do gratitudes yeah. and acknowledgements, which is not only yes. looking outside of yourself for the things you're grateful for and the people you're grateful for, but what have you done today and acknowledge yourself for how you moved forward. And that would right. work well with that question as well. Yes. And, and in addition to that, um, like I said, when, when you're, you're figuring out, am I getting closer, it, it helps to prioritize. And what I'll do is when I first work with somebody, I'll tell them, put this in your phone. Have the alarm go off. So literally two or three times a day, you're reminded to ask yourself, Am I doing something that's going to get me closer to where I want to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trish, I interrupted you. You were going to say something. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I, um, I do something similar with my clients, but I also, like, um, 
especially if my clients have decided that they want to do something healthy, um, you know, mm-hmm. and make some changes in their life that are healthy, I really, like, I change the language of that just a little bit to say, like, am I, you know, is this something that's going to benefit me or somebody something that's going to make me feel healthier or is this something that's going to um, make me feel more tired? So I kind of, mm-hmm. I do the exact same thing, but I just try to change up, you know, because my, my coaching isn't necessarily business coaching, um, so it's it's really just changing up those language. But I, I love that exercise, and, you know, I've even done this myself, like, you know, like I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, so I'm asking myself when I eat stuff, like, is this going to make me stronger? <laughs> yeah. Is this going to make yeah. me stronger? And I, but I do yeah. it throughout the day, like, with the choices that I'm making, and I think that's a really valuable exercise to help people hold themselves accountable for their goals is to check in mm-hmm. when they're making these decisions, mm-hmm. to check in when they're taking action to really say like, am I doing this? Is this going to benefit me or empower me? Or is this going to disempower me or, you know, yeah. be detrimental to me? So I, I love that you brought that up, Michelle, because that is a powerful, powerful check-in exercise that you can do to hold yourself. Oh, it really is. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. love that's such a powerful thing when we're coaching is asking people, is that empowering you or disempowering you? Is that benefiting <laughs> you or is it costing you? Uh, is it moving me forward where I want to be? I mean, that's, it's just that awareness and doing it on like setting an alarm or regularly internalizing that is great. <laughs> but we're almost out of time. So, Michelle, I want you to be able to tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and uh, if you have anything uh, coming up that they might want to participate in. Yes. Um, actually, uh, the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my website. It is a Teague of your own. That's Teague as uh, as in Tango, uh, Echo, Alpha. I forget what G is. G U E. Teague of your own. <laughs> dot com. Um, and actually, there's an events page on there. Uh, people can sign up. I've got a free webinar coming up on March 21st that is eliminating procrastination, which fits in perfectly with accountability, um, because mm-hmm. a lot of people put off uh, holding themselves accountable. And that that webinar, I think, will will help people. So, go to my website, ateagueofyourown.com. Click on the events page and sign up for the free webinar on March 21st. Well, I will do that. (laughs) I hope our (laughs) listeners will do it as well. (laughs) And Trish, what have you got going on? Well, tomorrow I'm kicking off March Madness for me, which I'm going to do a total life detox for the month of March. Um, So I have lots of things planned, lots of Facebook Lives. I'm going to talk about the process I'm going through in doing this detox, and I'm going to, you know, just share my journey as I go along um, and invite people to join me in, uh, you know, detoxing different things out of their life that uh, may not, they may no longer enjoy or need or um, may be benefiting them. So I'm excited about that. Will that be on Facebook? Will that be on Facebook? It's going to be on Facebook, yes. Uh, So I'm going to do it on my personal page on Facebook. Okay, so people can find that by just going to Trish March? Yep, Trish March on Facebook. Okay, be sure to do that. And so, um, you know, I'm not the techie person, so does that mean that it will be on there? It'll be live, but it'll also be available, right, throughout the yep. day? Yeah, it'll be available. Okay. Yep. okay. Throughout the month. Well, thank you, ladies. It's uh, been a pleasure. Thank you both for being here. 
Um, we're just about out of time, but we want to remind you that uh, the 12 Steps of Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you want to know more about Fearless Living, you can go to fearlessliving.org. If you want to know more about Fearless Generations, Kelly and I have some workshops coming up as well, and you can go to fearlessliving.org. Or there's another long name for something you can go to, but Kelly's not on here to tell you, so <laughs> I don't remember it. You see that we're we're a team, but she's the one that knows all that stuff. <laughs> but I think it's uh, you be fearless. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but anyway, fearlessgeneration.org, well, th- and you can find out. <laughs> uh, we have a March 9th. Uh, yeah, we we have a complimentary workshop coming up on March 9th. And it's all about acknowledgement, so we'd be happy to have everyone uh, join us for that as well. So any last word, Michelle, that you'd like to leave with our, with our listeners? Uh, like I said, when it comes to accountability, it's really showing love and respect for yourself and for others in your life. I love it. Trish? Um, I just want to say thanks for asking me to be on tonight. I love this conversation, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think that uh, anybody who's looking at leadership or accountability would get a lot out of it. So thanks. Well, uh, thank you both. It was a pleasure. And uh, just remember, we're here every Monday at 9 o'clock Pacific, and these two ladies are doing this at uh, midnight Eastern time. So we appreciate them so much for being here with us. And uh, just remember to be fearless and Love yourself and serve yourself in your um, endeavors to be accountable to you. So have a wonderful um, rest of the evening or go to bed, girls, and uh, <laughs> we'll, see you. we'll see you next uh, next Monday. So, everyone, good night. Good night. Be fearless. Good night. Thanks so much. Be fearless, everybody. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.